Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the Into the Light podcast. My name is Aaron. This is going to be a unique episode because my partner in crime, Bray, is not with me. She's attending much more important matters this evening. And we wanted to still bring you an episode because we're just getting back from Christmas vacation, getting back into the swing of things. And I definitely had some things I wanted to share from our episode interviewing Will Evans. Will is my next door neighbor here in Utah Valley and is one of the happiest, like happy-go-lucky guys I've ever met in my whole life. Something we like to just bring a little bit of like the personality of the people that we interview because we've we, we've had the opportunity of being around Will for the past, I don't know, six months or so. And something that always strikes me as oddly unique with Will, and you might have noticed it at the beginning of our podcast episode, our interview with him, is he loves Eminem, specifically Lose Yourself. And during finals week, I had just finished my last final the night before, and I was in the gym one morning. It was like probably 10 o'clock, and I get a text from Will, and it's this picture of his laptop screen, and he's... He's watching the the rap battle in the movie Eight Mile starring Eminem, um, where they play Lose Yourself. Sends me that with a little white rabbit emoji. Just absolutely made my day. Like if there's any song that gets Will hyped to study and crush a final, it's Lose Yourself. And he'll rap every single word. <laughs> we absolutely love Will. When it comes to the things that he shared, Will is one of the most successful people um, some of the habits that he has in his life are incredible, and he'll spend hours studying. He's one of the smartest people that I know. Will, I hope I'm not embarrassing you with everything I'm saying right now. Something's popped into my head, though, while we were interviewing Will, and it all stemmed from this book that I read right when I got back from my mission. This is back in 2019, and I'm sure some of you have heard of this book. It's called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. The subtitle is Why We Do What We Do in Life and Business. And just to begin this episode, this is going to be a short one, but I wanted to share this quote from this book. It's towards the end. He says, once you know a habit exists, you have the responsibility to change it. Others have done so. That, in some ways, is the point of this book. Perhaps a sleepwalking murderer can possibly argue that he wasn't aware of his habit, and so he doesn't bear responsibility for his crime. But almost all of the other patterns that exist in most people's lives, how we eat and sleep and talk to our kids, how we unthinkingly spend our time, attention, and money, those are habits that we know exist. And once you understand that habits can change, you have the freedom and the responsibility to remake them. Once you understand that habits can be rebuilt, the power of habit becomes easier to grasp, and the only option left is to get to work. I have benefited greatly from the formation of habits in my life over the last three years. And whether we are aware of it, whether we realize it or not, habits literally govern govern our lives. They govern everything we do, whether it be for good or for bad. If you have a habit of eating junk food, if you have a habit of going to the fridge when you're bored, if you have a habit of picking up your phone when work gets tough or homework gets tough, 
These are all habits that control our lives. Putting on a seatbelt is a habit. Backing out of your driveway is a habit. These things that you just don't think about. Hopping on social media. All these things are habit habits. And it literally is our responsibility and we are accountable to ourselves to form these habits in happy and healthy ways, just like Will has done with his meal prepping, with the way, with his relationship with his phone and social media, with his relationship with studying the scriptures. All these different things are incredibly important as it comes to our understanding of how habits work. Something else that we hit in our interview with Will was the question, you know, what do we do when we don't feel like doing what we know is right? What do we do when we don't feel like doing a habit that we've done for a while because we're tired, because we're exhausted, because we're stressed, whatever it might be? What do we do when the donut gets passed to us, when the cookie gets passed to us, whatever that might be? I'm not one to talk because my mom sent me home with a plate full of cookies that I've eaten my fair share of. However, as it pertains to habits as a whole, I think we can turn, at least personally, I found answers to this this question in the scriptures um, with the Savior's example. And also from Sister Michelle Craig's conference talk um, of October 2022, just last October. And I want to read to you real quickly uh, one of the quotes from this talk. She says, I am learning that Heavenly Father is more interested in my growth as a disciple of Jesus Christ than he is with my comfort. I may not always want it to be that way, but it is. Living in convenience does not bring power. The power we need to withstand the heat of our day is the Lord's power, and his power flows freely through our covenants with him. To lean in with our faith when facing strong headwinds, to sincerely strive each day to do what we covenanted with the Savior we would do, even and especially when we are tired, worried, and wrestling with troubling questions and issues, is to gradually receive his light, his strength, his love, his spirit, and his peace. I do some some life coaching on the side, and one of the things that we always focus on, I'm, I'm an independent contractor for this one company here in Utah, one of the things we always focus on is whether or not you have stayed connected with your value system throughout a day. And staying connected to your value system is the process of following through with your goals with your own word, with the promises that you've made to yourself, even when you feel like you don't want to do them. So when she says to lean in with, to lean in with our faith when facing strong headwinds, even and especially when we are tired, worried, and wrestling with troubling questions and issues, is to gradually receive his light. So the answer to the question, what do we do when we don't feel like doing what we know we should do, is to do it anyway. Even if our attitude, our motivation isn't all all the way there. Love that word, motivation. A little bit sarcastic there. But I wanted to turn and just give a couple of examples from the from the Bible and the Book of Mormon, I guess. The first one that a friend showed to me um, pertaining to this specific principle of doing the things that we know we need to do even when we don't feel like doing them or even when we're not happy is the whole story and life of mormon and his son moroni in the book of mormon they lived most of their life alone refugees from war 
And I'm sure they didn't feel like writing. I'm sure they didn't feel like following through with the commandments of God. Um, I'm sure they didn't feel like doing the things they needed to do each and every day to live as healthy of a life as they could. But they did it anyways. And we have benefited greatly from their perseverance and the faith that they had in God that everything would work out okay and they would become the people that they needed to become through working through the days that they didn't want to do the things that they knew they should. More than anything, the the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, is our greatest example, specifically in this principle. Towards the end of his life, um, I'm going to read a verse from Matthew 26 that is very popular and common and everyone I'm sure everyone that's listening to this has heard this at some point or another when he goes to the garden of Gethsemane um, we read that he's feeling heavy his soul is exceedingly sorrowful Um, and I want to focus on verse 39 in Matthew 26 in it Matthew writes and he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying oh my father If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. So this, personally, to me, is the greatest example of doing the harder right in the face of a quote-unquote easier wrong. Um, Jesus did not have to follow through with what he promised us that he would do with what he promised himself that he would do. Yet, he did it anyways. He was scared. He was tired. I feel okay to say that he was worried and that he was wrestling with troubling questions and issues. But yet, he followed through perfectly. We aren't going to be able to follow through perfectly like the Savior did and does continually every day. But the principle of knowing that most people, I would venture to say most, if not all people that have done great things in this world and and have been successful in whatever personal way that might be, have had the faith in God and the discipline to follow through on their own word and, and promises they've made to themselves even when they don't feel like doing it. And in my personal life, I'll venture to say that I'm doing myself a disfavor by not putting myself through uncomfortable situations, such as going through with things that I said I was going to do, even when I don't feel like doing them. And I can relate that to any part of my life. Um, And and I hope that everybody else that might be listening to this can, can relate that to their lives as well. But to become the people that we need to be, I would venture to say that we need to follow the Savior's example. And when we try and form these habits and when we make these goals, I think it's so fitting for for the new year. This is January 3rd right now. That to follow through with them, start out small and, and notice the progress that we're making, even if it's small steps, even if we're not completing, you know, this big goal that we set at the beginning of the year, but to make an effort each and every day, regardless of how much we don't want to do that specific thing. I know that we'll end up becoming the people 
that we know we can be and reach our potential and become the people that Heavenly Father and our Savior want us to become, to perform whatever work that might be in whatever thing that you're passionate about in this life. Anyways, that was a mouthful. I did not think I was going to be able, I was going to go this long on this episode. Um, So I hope you got something out of it. We're eternally grateful to Will and for everybody else that has been on this podcast. We'll get back with you next Tuesday night with another fun episode. Remember everybody, we love you so much. Most of all, Jesus loves you and wants the best for you each and every day. Signing off for now. We'll see you next week.